Hello and welcome to an interesting choice on the Hat on Dog Network. Each month, your intrepid hosts Martin and John review weird, terrible or just plain interesting albums. Featuring special guest comedians, musicians and civilians, this podcast dissects and inspects a whole bunch of curious production choices. These discussions are presented here without comment. Bar one. Hmm, interesting choice. Today's episode is Simon and Garfunkel, The Sounds of Silence, a suggestion by our guest, comedian Jenna Friedman. Jenna is really funny, as you will learn from this episode. Please go and see her at the Glasgow Comedy Festival. She's playing at St. Luke's on the 19th of March. And also watch her great new show on Cecil.com before the morning after. But most importantly, listen to her on this episode of our show now. Today's episode is your recommendation. Simon and Garfunkel, The Sounds of Silence. So, what's your history with this album? I listened to it in the winter time. <laughs> Every <laughs> single apartment. winter? No, just this past winter I was listening to it a lot. Um, and I love it, and it's like just comedically dark and awesome. Hmm. Did you just, just discover it last year, or was it an album you'd known for a, a while? Um, I guess I, uh, I'm trying to talk like without sounding like the biggest <laughs> hipster ever. Oh, please. This is the show for that. <laughs> yep. I just got a record player and I've just been buying vinyl. Like, I don't, mm. like, I've never been, I don't really listen to music. Like, all the music I know is just from, like, my 20s, like, doing, like, music shows and music open mics and meeting musicians. Yeah. Mm. I uh, rediscovered Sound of Silence and just got a kick out of how, and I guess it's, you know, when you're listening to a record player, you're kind of forced to listen to everything in a way that... Mm. You're not now with iTunes. When you originally picked it, you picked it because it just sounds so dark. Is that one of the reasons why you kind of like it or it's interesting to you? Oh, because I've just been rambling. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 not at all. Yeah, I love it. It's so, but it's like comedically dark because Mm. it's just like every song is about like death or suicide. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Um, what what's your history with this? You you like folk music? You must yeah, have I, I'm a big fan of Simon and Garfunkel, but I think I only had bookends. Uh, so that's pretty much all I'd listen to, and then just you know singles. There's a few singles on this album. Yeah, it's an interesting album. Like apparently this was um, the album. It didn't just break them. Apparently they did their first album, um, and then kind of thought they were done. And then Tom Wilson, who was Bob Dylan's producer on. Mm. Uh, like a Rolling Stone I folk believe. rock pioneer yeah heard Sounds of Silence and thought I- I've done like a Rolling Stone I can do the same thing for this song mm. so Good. Simon and Garfunkel wanted to just do an acoustic album as far as they're concerned mm. I think that's what it was and then did the producer just add all the electric guitars and drums without their knowledge this, this song they had already recorded and then without their knowledge um, he brought a band in to play over what they were playing yeah so they weren't aware of it apparently paul simon was in england when he heard it was doing good that seems so crazy that they would do that i mean apparently they had essentially broken up like a lot of the tracks on this are from paul simon's like he released an album in england himself and he just Mm. pulled a lot of those tracks onto this album Mm then added some more instrumentation just to justify it. Are you a big fan of Simon and Garfunkel in general then, or is this just the only album? I love Paul Simon. Paul Simon, um, yeah. Yeah, and I love, the, I mean, I love this album. I just, like, I'm not, like, <laughs> I'm listening to you guys talking, I'm like, oh, such, like, a dude. <laughs> 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 
you guys are like talking about the producers yeah and i'm like that's cool i don't know a lot about music i just think it's like i this just like for it forced me to listen to just i mean and also yeah i just uh i love it like richard Corey is such a funny Mm. song and (laughs) i mean uh yeah no this made me fans of simon and garfunkel again but then if you're saying that it's like more paul simon then i'm like that makes sense Mm, yeah Mm. i've yet to come across someone who said yeah art garfunkel he's the guy so yeah art garfunkel when the biggest downside is being associated with paul simon I'm sure he could have been a fine individual performer, but he always would have been compared to Paul Simon, though. Yeah. I'm assuming he has solo stuff. I'm yeah, he does have solo stuff. He does yeah. And he had a little down. acting career. Mm. He had a little acting yeah, yeah. career. Oh, yeah? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Bright Eyes from Warship Down. He sang that song. I huh. wrote it to Right. But yeah, this, one of the things about this album is it kind of... This is maybe a logical leap, but it reminds me in some ways of, like, gangster rap in the sense that there's lots of crimes occurring on this album like there's lots of casual violence and there's like uh, on um, I think it's got a groovy thing going on there's like a sample which is Angie <laughs> being played mm. um, I, th- I feel like a lot of music from the 60s wait what's, ha- what's the Angie crime angle or violent angle no that's like a sample which oh, right. gangster oh, okay, rap right, sample, right. Uh, and there's also like Richard Gordy where he's like jealous of a rich man's lifestyle mm. don't know if that's too logical of a leap but I'm good to make that there's, there's some violence and mm. there's that sample yeah I feel like the 60s was uh, had quite a lot of like casual violence in it and people mm. were like woo like I shot the sheriff like he shot a policeman <laughs> and the producer like did a remix of it as well that's sort of like mm. a pop thing yeah yeah uh, but yeah, let's go on to the first track. Talk a little bit about the, the title track, "Sounds of Silence." Uh, now, I mean, like the this became very popular with Arrested Development. Uh, but one of the things I learned about um, this song when doing some research on it was that joke in Arrested Development, where mm. it's overly serious and melodramatic, was like they had that dated back to the sixties. Like apparently, David Van Ronk. Like made fun of this song for how like uh, very on the nose he felt it yeah, was, and yeah. made the same joke. And it was just like silly. Yeah. Yeah. Are you yeah. Are you a big fan of Arrested Development at all? Do you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Just Job staring, and uh, that's that's all I think about. With so that's kind of ruined that song for me now that it's just a comedy song, even though it's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Can we just listen to the start? Well, of like that? the whole album. I mean, it has that function in mm. the dark, like it's darkness, mm. but. Yeah, I mean, it's like, okay, you, it's a parody, and then it becomes, when you're just alone in your dark apartment in the winter, then it becomes not a parody again, and you, like, yeah. really enjoy yeah. it for what it is, and I think mm. that's, like, how it I connected with it. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. <laughs> the only way to listen to that song is sitting alone, because staring straight forward. <laughs> Left its seeds while I was sleeping. I like the fact that um, one of the things that, that does kick in on this is the exact same track as um, like a Rolling Stone starts with the snare bass. Mm. It's like that produces one track he's going to do yeah. all songs. Yeah, big cracks now. In restless dreams I walked alone. I 
do like I do like the electronic stuff on at the start of this, like the electric guitar and stuff like that. But mm. as it goes on, it sounds like the guitarist's getting like kind of bored and starts doing wailing solos in the background, mm. which I don't know if it fits. It, it's this song in particular, because remember this would have just been an acoustic song. It seems as if the drummer as well kind of struggles to keep up with that sort of moving this well, is getting into this guy chat again I know We're right I feel like I'm in a college I walked into the wrong college dorm room <laughs> just slowly back away uh, a, a funny thing though is did, did you know the alternate starting lyric to this was no. Aloha Darkness my old friend really which sounds like a bit I'm doing that was Garfunkel's original lyric according oh, to Paul Simon wow. and that's why he's not the writer on many songs that would have been the best Aloha Darkness my old friend yeah it's a good song Paul but what you want is that Hawaiian feel (laughs) for the the sound of silence yeah Uh, let's talk a little bit about the next track uh, Leaves That Are Green Um, this sounds like the world's saddest ice cream van (laughs) like it's got this uh, I'll play just the intro because it's got this or just mint you know yeah That's almost harpsichords type feel. I was 21 years when I wrote this song. I'm 22 now, but I won't be for long. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard for me to follow. We all die. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we crumble to brown yeah. and die. This is one of the songs I didn't know until I like listened to the album. Mm, yeah, yeah, I, too, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. I've heard some stuff by Paul Simon, but not a lot. I've heard like Bridge Over Troubled Water, but there's a lot of tracks like that on this that I was like, oh, that's actually a great song. I can't really fault anything in it. Mm. On to the next track. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that song, We Are the Leaves, We're Dying. Yeah. We're the Brown Crumbling Leaves. Spoiler alert, guys, it's We Are the such, Leaves. This is like the best winter album. Mm. <laughs> like, mm. I feel colder in a good way. Mm. And contemplative, and like I'm in my New York apartment, just mm. kind of. Have you found yourself listening to that in your Scottish apartment? Because our summers are very much like your. Your winters. summers are cold. No, I'm not. I'm just listening to the noises in my head here, trying to craft my show. Yeah, that's probably a good move. You don't want to descend into depression. It's not even. But the thing is, it's not depression that like um, I remember when I was in my 20s, I would just listen to the Smiths like and drink a bottle of wine like in my Chicago apartment and there was like a little bit of like a what the fuck am I oh wait this yeah we can curse yeah, yeah. what am I I've been on like BBC things where they're like don't say cunt <laughs> this like, is nah. not the BBC <laughs> yes, but, we have uh, a pro cunt policy <laughs> on the podcast <laughs> um, but like that you know like the Smiths and and uh Wine is just like that. There's like a little undercurrent of depression there, but this to me isn't. It's not depression. It's just like a mood, and it's like mm. a, like it's a lovely. I mean, I, I don't know. It's there's such mm. a darkness that they're putting out there with the music that it's like, it takes away from my darkness. That's how I feel. Mm. And mm. I don't know if that. It's makes a very sense. cathartic album. I like, think so. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, but and more dark than depressing necessarily. Yeah, the mood is like dark as opposed to de- like it doesn't make me sad. It just mm. makes me kind of like. Yeah, that that's one of the reasons why the lyrics on the second song are really good. It's not like he's saying like, "Guys, I'm really sad about the autumn." Yeah, it's like just a song about leaves. If you want, he's not sad about the leaves dying. No, no, but no. the leaves are it's dying. It's just a fact of life. Yeah, let's just not ignore the darkness. But mm. uh, yeah, onto the third track. Hashtag blessed. Um, <laughs> This is <laughs> I like this song a lot. That, that, this is a good song. It's about um, 
quite there's kind of two different kinds of tracks on this album there's the more acoustic ones that are stripped back and this one is kind of a wailing rock song mm. the intro to this is can we just play the intro actually that's yeah. a nasty guitar intro mm. this isn't the sound I associate with like Simon and Garfunkel often There's lots of weird lyrics on this, which is kind yeah, of interesting. It sounds like you're like going Christmas shopping at a mall a little yeah. bit. Did you get a list of all the people who are blessed? Yeah, because I Illusion dwellers, mm. um, the meth drinkers. Let, let's go back to the dorm room. Meek, lamb, sat upon, spat upon, rattled on, mm. uh, land and the kingdom, the man whose soul belongs to, the meth drinkers, pot sellers, illusion dwellers, the stained glass, window pane glass, (laughs) the church service, penny rockers, cheap hookers, groovy lookers. This almost just sounds like he's singing like the Bible, basically. It's cool too though, it's weird like you hear him say he's walking around Soho, which is like two blocks from where you're, where I'm living and Mm. not two, it's a little bit more than two. Let's get specific with how many blocks. Well, okay, I'm in the East Village, and it's, like, Soho's south of Halston, so maybe it's, like, 12 blocks. But just, like, you just, it, I don't know, like, in a very lovely way, it reminds me of, like, New York in that time. You mm. know what I mean? And which is Soho now is, like, a mall. But you're yeah. just, like, watching, like, Paul Simon walk around Soho in his 20s, writing this stuff, and it just, it's lovely. I know that sounds so hipster. I understand. No, no. Again, this is the podcast <laughs> for this those sorts of things. This is room podcast. Yes. This is a very sort of beat era like album basically especially mm. a song like that and sense of silence mm. i can imagine the money box being passed around during some songs mm. the end of the song is really interesting as well if you the play the weird that. panning yeah, yeah so the drums are panned hard right again welcome that. to bro talk <laughs> talking about the production oh, but I then it just changes it right to the to the center of it is is mm. pretty cool yeah I feel like people doing albums back then were like, these are things we don't quite know how to use. Let's let's experiment with panning. Mm. Let's yeah. The, let's move the drums. This was a really interesting time for that kind of music. This is just the pioneering of folk rock. And it's just so bizarre to me that Simon and Garfunkel aren't yeah. involved in any of this at all. But you, you do associate that sound with their music. Hmm. Hmm. Welcome to the dorm room. <laughs> Um, on to the next song Kathy's song I, I really don't have anything to say about this song either because this is just a great song mm. this like, is a pretty perfect folk song yeah. this was another one that I hadn't really heard before mm. um, before this album yeah. but yeah structurally it's good and structurally it's solid mm. it's nice sound um, structurally it's <laughs> let's keep on talking about the structure yeah. it's got a verse it's got a chorus mm. I'm on board that's the only things I appreciate listening to music yeah. just the structure and the mm. raw engineering behind it yeah but an interesting choice that like that's like a really quiet acoustic song and then on to the next one which is Somewhere They Can't Find Me mm. which is again like less just a rock song essentially um, yeah, a rock song about crimes mm. so this is the one that has the Angie riff which is yes. yeah, yeah from Bert Yanch the sample We'll listen to a bit of that. Maybe, yeah. maybe just the intro. Or 
can hear the soft breathing of the girl that I love as she lies here beside me asleep with the night and a hair in a fine mist floats again you probably don't really uh, associate Paul Simon with like blues guitar but there's a lot of bluesy guitar on it's just a great chorus mm. That bass line also sounds really familiar. Sounds like it's well, in another Angie, song. That's Angie, basically. Yeah. Bum, 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 I think there's a million songs that have just done that descending thing. Yeah. I don't really have much to say about Angie, because that's just an acoustic song. It's some nice guitar work, though. Yeah, I think that was a really weird choice, so they just played the... The last song had another song as an intro, like someone yeah. else's song as an intro, and then they've said... Let's let's do that for the next song as the whole song. Yeah, that like, seems kind of crazy to me. Instead of like crediting like the person on the album, let's like let's just play their song to make people be aware yeah, of I th- that. I think there was also a weird thing they credited it and spelt the name wrong. I think and then maybe credited yeah, it to the, the wrong there's person. There's like three or four different spellings on. Welcome to spelling chat again, <laughs> Angie with a J or yep. G Y. Mm, yeah, who knows? Who, who knows? knows? But onto the song we were talking a little bit about mm. earlier, Richard Corey. Um, Richard Corey is one of the best songs on this. <laughs> I like um, the glorification of riches almost in the, uh, well, not glorification, but like the downtrodden uh, working man wishing to be above his station. This seems to be like a folk tale. Like, had you heard of that tale of that person before this song, or was this? The I mean, first I time? think it's just every. I mean, so many people, just the mm. idea of, like, you know, the people who have, you know, whatever they want in boredom, like, are the ones who are more, like, susceptible to depression, maybe? I don't know. I'm not I'm not a depressed person, so I, I don't want to speak out of turn. Mm. But um, I just thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I do like when they're following Richard Corey about town. It feels almost like a TV show at that point. Mm. Richard Corey at the opera about town. Have we properly set up what this, what the actual story is? This is like a guy in town that has lots of money, lo- lots mm. of respect. He's just seemingly has it all, and then he kills himself. Kills himself. <laughs> it's from the perspective the of somebody that works in his factory. <laughs> And then he's like, that's who I want to be. Somebody who will mm. kill themselves who at some the point. Factory. Who owns the factory. Yeah. Then I'm Mr. Manager. <laughs> and just ignore the suicide. Yeah. Um, it's actually very uplifting, though. Because mm. it's just saying... I don't think of it as sad. It's like, you know, he's like, my life sucks. I want to be this guy. And then this guy kills himself. So it's like, you know what? My, li- my life doesn't really suck that much. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So in my mind, it's, it's a very uplifting, positive message. Mm. I'm going to be a bad mom. <laughs> <laughs> there is no there is a positive message in it of yeah. like just because someone has all this money and stuff that's doesn't not, mean they're happy yeah exactly. yeah yeah exactly I think it's more of just an aspirational like work aesthetic thing I think it's trying to point out hey money isn't the, I think that's the lesson here money it does like not the equal grass happiness. is always greener do you guys yeah. have that saying yeah. here mm. <laughs> we have leaves that are green <laughs> yeah I'll do the next one uh, which is I would maybe say like the most um potentially depressing song on the album A Most mm. Peculiar Man Are we going to play like a snippet of Richard Corey? Oh uh, let's do that we can yeah. play a little snippet yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It does have a nice intro mm. 
They say that Richard Corey owns one half of this whole town with political connections to spread his wealth. Also, owning half of a town is like peanuts these days. I mean, yeah. uh, but what country is this town? Uh, what state is it in? Depends. Yeah, on to what I was talking about, that's, the most depressing yeah, song. That's a nice segue into that, mm. though, because that is, that is a most peculiar man, Richard Corey, maybe. Richard Corey is rather peculiar. It's just funny to have like, two songs about like a suicide, yeah, back, to a back. back to back. Um, but this is a bit of gassing, so it's different. Apparently this is literally ripped from the headlines, and when I say headlines, it's ripped from a funeral-like announcement in a newspaper. Mm. Uh, Paul Simon saw like four words about a peculiar man who had died. Did the newspaper say peculiar man? The the research that that, that said that came from it didn't actually say that, but I have to presume it. Mm. Like that's such a specific phrase. I can imagine in England somebody on the Telegraph writing up a most peculiar man died today. <laughs> mm, he gassed himself. Mm-hmm. How strange! But this so. <laughs> interestingly wrote this every line sort of builds up into sadder and sadder images before we roll roll it is that the phrase um, I'll say I suppose. have either of you had any suicidal machinations <laughs> <laughs> tons yeah oh yeah really? every day yeah I never have maybe no. it's a guy thing too mm. no I think a lot of women have but I think it's mm. I don't know anyway I just wanted to get real for a second no, that's cool. <laughs> Rim talk, good. Yep. <laughs> Let's play a little bit of a most peculiar amount. He had no friends. It also sounds like a lullaby. Yes. <laughs> Again, this has like the ice cream van like twinkling. <laughs> it, it really gives a nice counterbalance to the content of the song. If you didn't speak English, you might think this ha- album is really happy. Mm. Or like, lullaby your baby to sleep with it. Shh, shh, Richard Corey, shh, 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 shh. He died last night. Go to sleep. He died, he died. It's a little baby. He turned on the gas. Wake up! So we never wake up to a silent world in this tiny room. Every line just piling on the side. He was a son of a bitch. (laughs) But can you see, like, alone in your apartment in the winter time, like how funny? Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of writers who write this sort of music that could be could be classed as depressive aren't really depressive themselves. Mm. Like Damien Gerardo, for instance, is a good yeah. example of someone who re- writes really dark, depressing, downbeat songs. But he's like, actually, I'm a really happy person, mm. and that's just his outlet for getting all those feelings. I out. feel that way with like the comedy that I do. Like I, people say it's dark, and I don't even see it as that. Mm. Dark. Yeah. It's just like I'm. I guess it's like if you have like a coping mechanism to kind of like articulate, like to channel your like any anything you're afraid of, then it yeah. makes you like it mm. just like takes the weight off of you. Maybe mm. there's that too. Yeah, yeah. It's an outlet for it. You can put it out in yeah. that, and it doesn't just seep into your life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Andy Daly talks about that a lot. Like he's always plays like people who kill themselves, <laughs> but is an incredibly happy cat, uh, yeah. like guy. Uh-huh. And as I'm thinking of him, he's like a perfect like 
person to play all the characters on this album. It's like the most peculiar <laughs> yeah. men. If there was a music video for Rich and yeah, Corey, yeah. it would be Andy Daly. With just a big smile on his face and then yeah. he just shoots himself sitting yeah. in a chair. Um, yeah, actually, that, that imagery actually links in my brain very quickly to like, uh, what's it called, like, a great day for banana fish, which is probably the perfect accompaniment. What is that? The JD Salinger one. I don't know that. Is it's that another one? A short story? It's a short story right. where he's like a guy who has a nice day at the beach and ends with him shooting himself. <laughs> <laughs> he has a very nice day of like playing with kids mm. and then he just dies. Um, yeah, that that reminds me, like I did take a note of this, uh, like if you've read Albert Camus's The Stranger that it just has that sort of feel of it it's just like and we're on to literature <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, or like uh, Kafka just something really bizarre and then someone just kills themselves I love this conversation in the city because we're just like sitting above just dead bodies <laughs> and we're in the library right now lots yep. of books lots oh, of yeah. dead trees and mm. ghosts dead Ooh. trees dead leaves it's all great it's mm. great uh, on to the next song <laughs> <laughs> Uh, April Come She Will um, this again this has a it's not a great really folk song that'd be a good yeah. porn title <laughs> April <laughs> Come She Will that's the promise that mm, April gives spoilers you. this is yeah an, this is just another song about death though yeah passage of time uh, and again bookmarked bookended with We Got A Groovy Thing Going which is another rock song on this I'd love to just play this whole song this is just just this song is the 60s in my mind or maybe the 70s almost to a point that it's a parody or sounds like an Austin Powers song yeah yeah like it's got that kind of feel to it especially the chorus I never done you no wrong never hit you when you're down always gave you good luck yeah you're totally right In my mind, it's like, hey, hey, where are the monkeys? Yes, <laughs> that's, it. that's it. Again, if there was a music yeah. video, they'd be doing that move where they've got their yeah. index finger. Yeah, and Austin finger Powers would be like eyes. showing up. Yeah, they would run into a door and they'd be chased, come out another yeah. door, wearing kind of silvery dresses and yep. bright colours. And a gorilla would be chasing them. <laughs> It's interesting to try and think about what the dynamic between those two is like. Is one of them happy and like the other like one one of them want to do rock songs and the other trying to do acoustic songs? Mm. I think Garfunkel recently just came out and talked shit about Paul Simon. I mean, I don't think they're at all friends anymore. Mm. I think he's always talking shit about Paul Simon. <laughs> I'm looking like, at. I mm. often hear. Well, I remember he got arrested for smoking wheat, and then that's the last Garfunkel thing I heard did. about him. Yeah. Mm. Because he wasn't big enough to pose. I'm a star guard. Don't you know who I am? They also have. There are also two artists that have weird names. Paul Simon is just two first names. Art Garfunkel isn't two not names. They're Jewish, right? The names are Jewish. Sorry, I'm Jewish. I just don't. There, no, no one here is. I'm like, it's not weird. I'm not actually certain if that is Paul Simon's actual name. I guess it is. Paul Simon Leibowitz. <laughs> <laughs> That's his showbiz name. But what's what's Garfunkel doing then? He's like, fuck you. John Stewart Leibowitz. <laughs> like, where did I get that from? Yeah. If this if this was another one of their folky acoustic songs, hmm. I'd like to hear what that was before he added yeah. nasty organ, electric guitars, and drums. 
yeah uh, I don't I don't think it was on like the England album that he did mm. like the stuff that he wrote in England was like Kathy's song basically the yeah. most acoustic and the next song I Am A Rock mm. oh, there, can we just stop for a second this is my favourite song it's, a, uh, it's my favourite <laughs> song on the album this I is think, my so. favourite song this is one of my top five favourite songs <laughs> <laughs> of really all time or just all this time. album oh really I Am A Rock I love this song mm. it's a great song it it's is just like, like becoming calloused to the world <laughs> <laughs> it's not just a song you guys it is like a mantra <laughs> it's my mantra I am a rock <laughs> I just thought finally a song from a rock's perspective <laughs> I just love it every line okay let's, let's hear some let's kick into it it's got a very interesting like start here and then goes on to the main song a winter's day in a deep and dark but this is rock and roll. <laughs> I am alone. <laughs> oh, I love this. Easy from my window to the streets. <laughs> cheery melody for the lyrics are I'm alone. It's very victorious. Mm. You have to be. <laughs> it's very hard <laughs> living in New York. Especially for rocks. As a single woman. <laughs> you feel like you're an island of separation. I, I love it. It's, mm. uh, it's the best breakup song. It's the best everything song. Yeah. I love it so much. Do you think this is Dwayne Johnson's favorite song? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Sorry. Yeah, I so I love 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 that song, and I saw there. Uh, I just like saw a live performance of them, and I think like uh, Paul Both of Simon them together. doing this song, oh, okay. Simon and Garfunkel, and I think Paul Simon was like, "This is my most neurotic song," <laughs> <laughs> and I just love it because I never even saw it as neurotic, and it is like, you know, a parody or like a I guess it's a satire of like you know. Like, obviously, that's not the way to live, being a rock. Mm. But at the same time, <laughs> it's pretty <Break>. cool. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I, th I think it's, it works both ways. Like, you can be nothing but, like, yes, this is the way to live. Or, like, um, have that uh, almost songwritery structure. This is me just writing about this character type mm. way. I love it. <laughs> so, we usually, like, rare albums. And I think you've already given us one. Like, you love this album. Yeah. Uh, so, do you think um, they like creatively achieved what they wanted on this I album? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know them. Just, with music, music is so emotive, and the mm. what, how we connect to it is just by like how we feel. Like I don't know. It's I've always kind of envied that about music that it can pull on your emotions, whereas comedy is so cerebral mm. and so like analytical. And at least the comedy I like, or the comedy that I like, try. I, like you know try to or achieve but like with music it's just like i don't know why i like it it just makes mm. me feel i can't articulate really what it makes yeah. me feel but it this album like gives me comfort <laughs> in the darkness it just i find it funny and comforting and like i it, it physically like i feel mm. even just listening to it i'm like i'm back in my apartment like yeah in a good way it's all good yeah, I just, yeah. yeah. does listening to it give you any idea of what you think they were trying to do or do you just not even think about it from that perspective um i'm so self-involved no <laughs> um <laughs> well I, I don't know i mean they're they were like 
in their early 20s i mean we've all been there that kind of like young angst uh so you get their kind of perspective possibly Uh, yeah and it's yeah i mean there's a lot of universal themes covered in yeah i think there is definitely like a strong like songwriter separation like i don't get the impression this is paul simon writing about him a lot uh, but i think He's taking real things from his life and creating an interesting song, mm. like a very a more relatable song, perhaps. Mm. Uh, and in that respect, I would say that he's achieved um, yeah. creatively what he wanted. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I th- I'd probably agree with that. Yeah, yeah, I think I'll, I like this album. I, mm. I don't know if I love it, um, but having said that, there's nothing I dis- didn't like listening to. All of the tracks, I was more than happy to just like, yeah, this is good, this is good. Mm. And it's yeah. not like one song the whole way through it's like rock song and then like the saddest ice cream van in the world song <laughs> and then acoustic songs yeah I'd, I'd probably say like I, I love this and would agree that the achieved there's not really a bad song in this there's maybe no. a couple of songs from like maybe you don't okay. need Angie that's slightly weird but yeah but that was the only kind the of only choice so yeah you maybe can disagree with give it a pass <laughs> yeah hmm. but no great songwriting great songs yeah this was a joy to listen to. Yay. Yay. <laughs> we won. You guys. <laughs> Don't and, kill and, yourselves. Yeah, I know. I was like going to say, like, is there like a suicide hotline we can just like put on here <laughs> to yes, make any yes. kids listen? Five, five, five. Suicide. It gets better and then it gets worse and then we die. <laughs> <laughs> That's the part of it gets better they don't talk about. But, yeah. like, it you know, gets better. Yes. And how can you fear death if you don't know what it is, you know? Yeah. So don't <laughs> teach your kids about death. <laughs> or do, and, you know, everything's cool. Mm, and give them this album, and then give listen them this to that. Album. Yeah. Teach them it's things. Lovely. Mm. Awesome. General, uh, uh, would you like to plug anything? Twitter? Facebook? Oh, um, yeah, if you guys want to follow me on Twitter, it's just a joke. I treat Twitter like a joke book that talks back to me, so sometimes I'm on point, and sometimes I'm tweeting at 6 a.m. about a really scary New Yorker article about... I just read this article about some earthquake in the pacific northwest that's gonna like wipe out seattle <laughs> that'll oh. kill us all <laughs> <laughs> speaking of everything we've been talking yeah. about mm. um but yeah that it's suicide just hotline again that is <laughs> five, five, five. but again suicide. it's funny it's like therapy if you can share with like fifteen thousand followers all your fears mm. uh and then delete the the ones that might get you fired later on <laughs> <laughs> then it's great is that another outlet for darkness for you i guess not? so yeah that would be really interesting Paul Simon writing this album with Twitter. Yeah, if he could get anything accomplished. But you know, you know, it's all it is good. It's like hmm. I don't know, Twitter's helped me write jokes, but that's a whole other conversation. But yeah, yep. um that's it's just my name, Jenna with one on Freeman. Awesome. And on that note, thank you very much. Interesting Choice is a production for the Hat on Dog Network. For more information, visit hatondog.com.